they do what they want. All right, so oh Fremont. First of all, how long? First of all, I'm sorry. Uh, let me let me introduce you as introducing yourself. So, can you tell us who you are? Hello, everybody. My name is Paula Bianca. Got two first names because it's Filipino as shit. But I just I learned that. <laughs> Filipinos have two first names. You know, okay, so here's what it is. So we have two first names. Our middle name is our mom's maiden name. And then my last name just happens to be long as hell, too. So that doesn't really uh, help my situation. So in total, I have five names. So does it always go off like maiden, your mom's maiden name? For like, the most part, like a, like, it's just a thing. So that sucks for my kids because when I have kids, because my last name is De Los Santos, uh -huh. which is hella long. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for example, it would be like, it would be like, what's your middle name? Michael. Okay, so it would be literally, so Jordan Michael would be the first name. Yeah. It would be Jordan Michael De Los Santos Smith. Wow. A whole name for what? Wow. For no reason. Wait, so. Oh my gosh. I don't okay. know what. Right. So I like, what if you have like hella kids? Like, how do you just keep? That fucking sucks. Like, you just keep <laughs> it sucks. Cranking sucks. Out names? <laughs> like. Oh, that's. Tough. All my kids. I know. All my kids are gonna have two first names. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. That sucks. <laughs> So whoever my husband is, I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> well, I hope whoever's hearing this, if you are Paula's future husband, just be ready. Just be ready. Man. I mean, you could you could abbreviate it, right? Do you guys do abbreviations? I mean, I look down upon. What do you mean abbreviate? Like if you just like instead of saying uh, De Los Santos, you just put, we're not like, abbreviating shit. <laughs> no, you're getting my full last name as a middle name. That's not even a middle name. No, honestly, that's literally not even a middle name. Like at least. Yeah, it's just... It's smooth, though, too, because it rolls off the tongue. Hey. It's not like it's... Mad ethnic. It's not like it's something that's... Real culture. Say, you know? <laughs> but anyway, are you... Um, so we talked a lot of shit about Fremont before we even got on here. Um, yeah, I were love you Fremont. born and raised in Fremont? Um, so I lived in Fremont since I was, like, three. Okay. But before then, I lived in Sunnyvale. Mm, okay. But, yeah, pretty much been in Fremont since, like, 99, I think. What's your favorite thing about Fremont? Honestly, the people. Really? People here are pretty nice, but like I don't know. I think it's just seeing. I don't know. Like you know how you go to certain people for certain shit. Like I go to like I have an eyebrow lady out here. I have like a nail. Oh, like right. you know what I mean. So it's right. just like I don't know. It's just something about seeing those same kind of people. It just brings kind of like warmth. I'm not. Okay, not warmth. It brings like it's it like a bring, homey it feeling. Warm, it's yeah, like it's it like I'm bring, home. It can bring a warmth to your heart. That's right. Because I'm trying to move to LA in oh. the next few years. Okay. What's the move for LA? Why's that? Literally, I'm trying to move to Inglewood in the next few years. Oh. Yes. Yeah. You're right I have a plan. It. Yes. All right. Well, let's. So let's that's what plan. that's what I'm thinking though, because like I'm like, damn, I have all like my people out here for certain things that I do. Now I have to like when I move to LA, I'm gonna have to like find these new people and you know establish my home out there. Right. I'm excited though. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when it's gonna happen. I just know it's gonna happen. I don't know. We can build into that. We can, yeah. we can question around that. But mm -hmm. um, so you've grown up in Fremont pretty much your whole life, which is kind of cool because mm -hmm. a lot of people move out. Yeah. Like, I know so many people that have left. Um, how many siblings do you have? I have two older sisters. I'm the baby of the family. Are they close in age? Yeah. The eldest one, she's about to turn 30 in September. The other one, she's 27. And I'm 24 right now, but I turned 25 in October. Okay, getting up there. You know. You're in the quarter mark. What are we doing for my birthday so that I want to know? Mark. 25. All right, what do you usually do for <laughs> Well. That's the real question. <laughs> That's the real question. Man, all I need is Hennessy and my friends, and it's a party. That's it. 
I had Hennessy last night for the damn Pacquiao fight. That shit was something else. Oh, right. I thought he would. Oh, my gosh. Yes, the fuck he did. I'm so tripping. See, that's the thing, man. We need Filipinos. I don't, you know, I don't think that people understand how important Pacquiao is to my people. Okay. Because, you know, you don't really see Filipinos in the media too much, especially Mm. in sports. Right. You know, so, like, for us to have somebody to look up to and, like, just represent us as a as a whole that shit is big to us so that's why every time Pacquiao fights it's a Filipino holiday yeah straight up it, honestly it's lit the fanfare mm. behind Pacquiao is lit man what's the what's the like main sport though like if you said Filipinos main sport is this what would it basketball. be basketball basketball and that's the thing man we're underrated just cause we're like 5'8 and shit <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault we're short no like a, a very large portion of like the Bay Warriors fans are like Filipino I but know. like how did that even come to be like is that just Bay Area Filipinos okay well or? first off like half the people that are Warriors fans bandwagon as fuck do you remember when I borrowed your Maggetti jersey yes. freshman year yes. well no it was no it was your freshman year it was my yeah. sophomore year yeah you actually gave it back to me though I respect that Yeah what the fuck I'm No cause I've had people Like actually take jerseys from me Oh no like, actually, I will knock on your door Excuse me Did you pay $100 for this I don't think so But yeah no That's so crazy to me Cause I'm just like I, I wanna know if it's like Everywhere else too Like Like are Filipinos Just huge basketball fans In general Like is the Filipino basketball league Like a really big thing back Back home, yeah, oh my gosh So a lot of people actually from the states And just like from other parts of the world They go to the Philippines just to hoop Damn So it's crazy, like you wouldn't Like, you know, so How am I going to say this? So when I went to the Philippines last year mm-hmm. Bro, I saw hella black people Damn And then I said, you know what? But I also seen hella white people oh, okay. Like older white people I'm like, ugh, I know what y'all are here oh, yeah. for you know exactly Y'all is sick <laughs> Y'all ain't right Y'all trying to get a male or a wife Oh, it's sick <laughs> Now, but the black people I've seen out there Straight up, they were either in the military or they were there to hoop. And you could just tell because the people in the military, they're hella like bulky and shit. And yeah. all the hoopers are like hella tall. I'm like, I'm going to find me a husband out here. Is it like, is it like, it's got to be like smooth pay then. Like you got to be out there making I mean, a shit. Thing, I don't know how good, that, yeah. But they don't play like, I was watching one of the games mm-hmm. at my cousin's house. But they were just hitting threes on threes on threes. I said, what? Damn. Is that how, how it is? All shooters. Right. <laughs> Hello. What? That's crazy because when I was playing growing up, it was like all the Filipino kids would just be like driving. They'd be slashers. They'd be cutting to the hole. Mm-hmm. But Steph Curry changed the game, man. He ruined it. I actually <laughs> got to play defense on the perimeter. <laughs> I actually got to play defense on the perimeter. I actually now, have to I try. It. Thanks. Yeah, like, get this guy out of here. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's crazy. Nah, yeah. Filipinos in basketball, it's a thing. No. Nah, so t- tell us a little bit more about like growing up, how you, how you came up, what you like. What'd you find out that you liked? What'd you get into? Ooh. What were you naturally curious about? <clears throat> Damn, where did I even start growing up? Was it a struggle? It's, no. Um, so my parents are both from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And they came here in like the 80s. And I don't know, man. Just like growing up with <clears throat> two super Filipino parents, man. Honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I have a lot of Filipino friends who like their parents are really like Americanized. And they kind of like lose touch with their roots, and I'm like, brother, how can like I don't know? That shit's so weird to me. It's like that's who you are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one of my old bosses, like he's white and Filipino, but his dad, his dad was a Filipino one, and like he was kind of a troublemaker, and like his mom basically like cut out all the Filipino shit in his life, so he really doesn't even know who he is. Damn, it's sad, bro. It's like, yo, this is who we are, like. Yeah. 
I don't know, for someone to not... And the fact that, I don't know, he's not really, like, trying to get in touch with his roots. I think because his mom kind of, like, pushed that off of him. Mm-hmm. So he's just, like, it's whatever to him. So even his daughter, like, he, she doesn't really know anything about being Filipino either. Damn, that's tough. I know. That's tough. Because, I mean, it's a whole culture. It really is. And, I don't know, growing up, just because, you know, my parents, where they came from, like, we were never spoon-fed anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that came up on my life, it was through me. Just me being, like, a talkative person. Like, the reason why I'm in radio is because I talked to somebody at, when I was working at Champs. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, basically, they came into the store. They're all, it was me and one of my coworkers. He was like, you going to help him out or you want me to? And I was like, no, nah, I got him. And it's crazy because that one decision literally changed my whole career. Damn. Because I talked to him, you know, just engaged in conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so what are you in here for? He's like, oh, I just need some shoes because I'm about to work the Warriors parade. I was like, oh, what are you going to do at the Warriors Parade? He's like, oh, I work in radio. And I said, oh, that's funny. I'm going to school for radio and broadcasting and all that. And then he was like, oh, you just sent me a resume because we're hiring. Wow. About two weeks later, I got in the radio station. Damn. Off the Just off talking to people. That's it. And I wasn't even trying to like, you know, it wasn't even like, oh, like put me on. It was literally like he he was literally the one that was all like, you know what? Hit me up. Yeah. Ain't it crazy how how many people bypass this like basic conversation? Just you for, see like, what happens, being, yeah. Like, just you never know who you come across, honestly. Yeah. So like, have you always been naturally naturally outspoken and go getter and see that's the thing. So when, like I, that? when I was a kid, I was super quiet and shy. I don't believe that. All right, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Because all of a sudden I'm over here <laughs> just talking your ear off. I don't know oh, how man. that. In my family, they always talk hella shit. For real? Are you yeah. talking to? I am. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. I get it from my mom, though. Like, everywhere we go, she knows somebody. Like, when we were in L.A. a few weeks ago, we we made a little pit stop. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she seen one of her coworkers. We're like, what the fuck? We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess. I suppose. I don't know. Nah, that's going to be you. But just both places. Straight up. Same way. Man. That's funny, though. Especially going to L.A. I'm excited. I would be, too. I, I know a few people that are trying to move to LA, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you grew up, when you did grow up, you were pretty close with your sisters. You guys got along pretty well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's really no issues. Our parents, they really raised us right. I'm so thankful for that. Oh, uh, okay. They really, like, you know, they made sure we never went hungry. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, that's the thing, like, you know, people always talk about, like, the struggle and stuff. And honestly, like, my parents, they're the ones who struggled, so we don't have to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the thing. I have a lot of friends that, like, you know, they go through hell of shit, and they're like, you know what? I want better for my child. So it's like, that's pretty much, like, my parents. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Especially coming from another country. And when did they come over? Like, you said the, like the 80s. early 80s or late? I think it was, like, I want to say, ooh, I honestly don't know when. Because my, my eldest sister, she was born in 89, but they've been here in America. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, within the same decade of, like, coming over and then raising kids. Right. And it's still trying they to They wasted no it. time. Yeah. Still getting it, though. That's right. crazy. Hello. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they're hard workers. That's, that's, that's lit. So, like, what's the big difference? You were saying, like, you're obviously very prideful about your Filipino culture. Hell yeah. What's the big difference that you notice between, like, somebody that you can identify as, like, oh, yeah, that's Filipino, or, like, like you were saying about the other dude, like, he's lost his roots. Like, how do you identify that? Ooh. I don't know. It's just when I when I talk to them and, you know, because we obviously have a common 
you know, we have something in common. We're Filipino. Right. So we're just like go into basic conversation and it's just like I'll say something like that only Filipinos would know about mm. and it's just like I see how they react. Yeah. And if they're like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, ah, you ain't know about that? You sure you're Filipino? <laughs> like, Let me tell you this one thing. If you're Filipino, you go into a Filipino's house, you'll see like a small bucket, like a little like ladle kind of thing. Uh-huh. Have you seen that before? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. All right, so yeah, put on your seatbelt because it's just uh, out of pocket. Wait, 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 wait. I got a 23 in me. I got to check if I'm Filipino or not. I don't know. <laughs> you said 23 <laughs> So, there's a little bucket thing next to the toilet. Okay. It's called a tabo. Oh, wait. And so, this is like walking in. I got to go to the bathroom. Yes. Okay. So, what that's for, you fill it up with water. And when you go number two to clean yourself, that's what you do. Like, that's uh, what you use. Okay. It's the bucket and water. And you kind of just you just clean yourself. Uh, yeah. Because no, you'll see. That's what I'm saying. If you go into a Filipino house and you see that next to the toilet, you're just like, what is that? Now you know. Now I know. Now yeah. I'm not going to be doing anything dumb in there. Right, right. Not that I do anything not- dumb in the bathroom. <laughs> right. You know. But see, that's the thing, though. I'm not about to lie. Like, we do have the table still, mm. but we upgraded to a nice little bidet, you know. Ooh. So, I know. I'm like, ooh, we get a real American ooh. in here. Bidet. <laughs> right. Bro, the bidet's, bidet's pretty lie. clutch. You should go, go crazy. <laughs> First time I was ever, I ever experienced a bidet was in, like, D.C. And I was like, oh what type God. of shit is this? <laughs> It was in like this nice ass hotel. Right, you're like, like, ooh, what's that? What? <laughs> what? It's clutch. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like, if I don't, if I don't use a table or if I don't use a bidet after I use the bathroom like that, mm. like, like, like that, like that, I you feel just dirty. Don't feel right. yeah. I feel dirty as hell. Yeah. So that must be a trip though, because like most people, most places don't have bidets. They don't. I'm like, oh, you just use toilet paper. That's it. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Just like you feel clean bro that shit just walk out of bathrooms mean looking people cause you are sick <laughs> like, I can't believe y'all y'all are sick don't touch me I can't me. believe y'all would do this I know set me up like this you know it's crazy speaking of bathrooms there's this one lady I work with her and I we were in the bathroom at the same time mm-hmm. wash our hands at the same time but that's the thing so I got out of the stall first to wash my hands mm-hmm. And then she got out. I was like, all right, cool. She's going to wash her hands, too. Bruh, she literally fixed her hair and left. Bruh. I am sick. Uh, isn't that so nasty? Like, like how people that makes are you okay not want to touch that. people. I'm yeah. lightweight germaphobe. I don't want to. Don't touch me. Bruh, it was so nasty. This is, like, hella off topic. But, like, there was one time where I was working before in the city. They had to do, like, a company-wide, like, announcement. Like, yo, when you go to the bathroom, wash your hands. It was that it's serious? Like, it was that serious. Wasn't that Yelp? Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> I don't like the person right. from my shots. But no, I was just like, bro, are you serious? Like, we are all grown ass people. Right. Like, why is this even happening? Who raised a you? Thing, right? Who raised you? Right? In corporate America, too. I was like, right. are we? Exactly. You would think that, you know, y'all got all this money and stuff. You would think you'd have nice hygiene, but that's, apparently, that's the other that's thing. That's out. Too, bro, you get, get into corporate America, you start realizing, you like, okay, a lot of this shit just yeah. the front, because. It's crazy. Y'all want People are else. sick. I know. It, nah, it's a trip. It's a trip. But you say you're doing radio now. What mm-hmm. What made you want to go that route? You know, it's crazy. So when we were in high school, do you remember the freshman year career project we had to do? Did we have for English? I, I didn't have to do that. Or I might have. Well, you no, have? no, no, no. We had to do it. No. So what happened? My freshman year is uh, Mr. Lydon. Remember, he broke his light. Remember, he was it was something after like a homecoming dance or whatever uh-huh. and he tried like catching these kids and like he fell off a fence it was something wild but anyway he was out for like six months 
So like half our class was taught by like a substitute and they didn't know what they were doing. So we didn't oh do half the stuff that we were Oh no, to. so y'all didn't learn nothing. You said let me finesse this A plus real yeah, quick. Bro, yeah, I got, the, I got the honors English next yeah. year. I said, yeah. <laughs> You uh, didn't even belong in there. You didn't even. I You just. All these kids are talking about. Wow, we went through so much freshman year. I was just said, like, I can't relate. I'm like, I yo, freshman year was smooth, bro. It must it's be stupid. Nah, but um, so it was a freshman year career project, and basically you take this long ass like aptitude test, like traits, personalities, whatever, and at the end they tell you what career you're most suited for. And I got radio DJ, and I was all like, what? Damn. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it was really cool because for the project you had to interview somebody in that field. Yeah. And my sister, she knew somebody that worked at Wall 949, one of her friends. Mm. So he hooked me up with an interview with Nessa. Damn, you know, Colin Kaepernick's go. girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that shit was pretty cool. She really inspired me too. <coughs> so you got to sit down and chop it up with her? How was that? Yeah, it was cool because she was really just like, man, she was super humble. I mean, I heard mixed things about her, like with other people and how they met her, but like for me, like I never had anything bad to say about her through that interview because she really just like reassured me like you know what if you want something just go get it yeah like i'm a normal person like you she's i will never forget what she told me she said i always i get my period just like you i eat top ramen just like you i love tupac just like you yeah and i'm like damn like she really is like a normalized person mm-hmm. like honestly and especially working radio everyone's like oh my gosh it's so-and-so and whatever but in my head i'm like ah, like they're just normal people yeah and they literally go through the same shit we go through it's just you know they have a talent and they're like blessed with the gift and you know and that's just like with any celebrities i think people be forgetting that yeah yeah i mean it's like because people look look at the facade of like everybody else and they mm-hmm. just you know they judge it off of that but what would you say is like some insight she gave you where it, it really like helps you understand the business a little bit more because i mean the radio business like i always think about it i'm like yeah that seems like a cool field to go into but it I'm is. Like, i don't know like the hoops you have to jump through and no it's super like fun that. like i love radio but the thing is it is very cutthroat okay. like fuck around and you know do some dumb shit and you'll get replaced in two seconds easily damn yeah so you just gotta be on your toes you gotta you know stay low but also like that's the thing man <laughs> Radio is full of snakes. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, that's that's yeah. with a lot of that's with a lot of yeah. You know, careers, but well, radio is, specifically, that shit. Is it like like hella people just competing for like the on-air personality spot, or is sometimes it, yeah, but it's just with everything. Damn. Yeah, I just just and just seeing it firsthand, I'm like that sucks, and it just kind of makes you want to. And that's the thing, man. Like I'm such a people person, mm-hmm. but after seeing you know certain people hit certain moves and you know fuck somebody else over yeah. Yeah. i'm like man i kind of want to stay to myself yeah i mean yeah especially if you see people moving like that around you i know it's like bro, not you <laughs> why you <laughs> yeah like come on i was ruining for you <laughs> and you're over here doing this shicey shit man yeah nah so what's like like what's how, how big is like the office Cause I'm just trying to like really trying to put no, of course, yeah. in my mind of like what no it's just honestly it's just a normal doing? it's a normal office space mm-hmm. the only thing is that we have studios all these like different production rooms kind of stuff so it's kind of different I mean like we have the regular office side like uh-huh. for me like where I work at I have a cubicle yeah literally just a regular business office kind of thing is it one of those jobs where they do it like the whole like oh you're an intern until like you prove yourself and then you gotta like put up with a bunch of shit pretty much yeah everyone starts on the bottom which is promotions Mm -hmm. like street team 
Um, see, that's the thing. So when you go to concerts or you, like you'll see people at like a random like Verizon or something, like the radio station. Yeah. It looks fun and all, but there are a billion struggles behind that. I, I can imagine. What's the hardest part about it? Oh my gosh. It's just because nothing really goes. I mean, how am I going to say this? Just promotions, you just learn a lot. Like, because you're really at the bottom. So it's like you just deal with hella bullshit. Like, you'll go to an event and, like, the tent's broken. You got to figure out a solution for that or... Damn, you troubleshoot. Yeah, or... Yeah, no, exactly. And then, or, like, the person you're working with for the event, they're late. So you have to load the vehicle by yourself. And loading a vehicle, it is not fun. Because we have a whole dolly. We have a whole... A, a tent, like a pop-up tent. Uh-huh. We have, like, you know, the, the table covers. And just... It's a whole process setting that up. So imagine doing that by yourself. I know. And being like, bro, I'm 5'3". How the hell am I going to carry a tent that's already my size? <laughs> that's not going to work. Well, you, at least you get more, like, skills you can add to your resume. It humbles you so like, much, I swear. You, I think they put people in promotions at first for a reason. Because, honestly, yeah. you you are so humbled and you just learn and you're just so patient. Yeah, I mean, you can really weed people out like that. You really can, process. yeah. It really it makes your skin tough working in promotions. That's smooth. So how long did you have to do that before you got promoted? Um, I want to say maybe like maybe a year and a half, two years, kind of-ish. Mm. And is yeah. that like an every weekend thing? or? What do you mean? Like, do you do it every weekend? Like, you going out to these promotional events? or? You- it's really on random days, so we can just be at like a taco spot on like a Tuesday. Oh, shit. Literally, it's all yeah, random, love. random events. Yeah, or we'll be at a Warriors game, which is on a weekday. It's just yeah. super random. So you're pretty much always on call. Pretty much, but we know we know ahead of time. Sometimes it'll be last minute events, so it's just it's it's a funny business. I feel it. I feel yeah, it. it's fun though. Don't get me wrong; it is fun. There are times like throughout all the struggles we go through in promotions. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's pretty fun just being in that environment. Like I see Chewy Gomez like pretty often. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. I grew up on him. Yeah, just listening to him all the time. Right. So how does it? How long did, is the process to like get into a position like he's got? Like Ooh. to be like that mainstay. See, that's hard. It's kind of hard to say. There's not necessarily a time frame. Right, because I feel like everybody would be a little different. Yeah, because we had um, so for KBLX, we have this one on-air personality, and he did radio before in LA, and he's really good. But he had to start off with promotions, and he really did it. He mm-hmm. really worked his way from the bottom, like started at the bottom, and he. But he's a grown man, you know. Yeah. So for him to do events like that, you just see like his the drive. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Like he yeah. knows what he wanted. Work his ass off and literally like just they put him on the air. Damn. That's it. And he was already doing that. But he already yeah, he yeah, he already yeah, he already had the experience. So that's why I'm saying like it's kinda hard. There's not necessarily like a timestamp. Yeah. Because it's different with everybody. That must be crazy though, because like that'll really show you how much somebody wants it. Cause if that I mean if you're a radio personality in LA, most yeah. people would look at that and be like, oh bro, you set. Why would right. you take like a promotion? See, and that's the thing. Promotions, it's really for like the younger people. Because uh-huh. you know, we're you know, we're still in college, we're still trying to figure out what career in radio we want to pursue. Mm-hmm. So it's just for a grown ass man to be on the promotion scene, you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. Like it's pretty rare when you see that, you know? Yeah. It always little things like that always make you step your ass up a little bit. Hell yeah. It's so inspirational because look at him now. Like he's over here just he has a whole time slot to himself and it's successful. Damn. People like him. Yeah, his voice is all like smooth. I'm like, ooh. Good for him, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who this man is, yeah. but shout out to him. Good for him. Yeah, happy for him. He deserves it for sure. Good. Um, 
you were saying there's like different careers in person or radio like how many yeah. Like, so you is know, it mostly you can be, like audio engineering shit like that. Um, it's all over the place. If you want to be on the business side and be in sales, you can do that. Mm. If you want to be in promotions and stick with kind of like the marketing side, you can do that. If you're more like IT, you can do that. It's all over the place. Okay. Yeah, production. Don't do that. Yeah. It's really yeah. I like being behind the scenes though. Even though at first, like yeah, it sounded cool to be on air. Mm-hmm. And I know I have the voice I, for I, it. You I know, know you could be on air. I know. You, I, I, I'm not even gonna say it. You gonna you gonna be on air. So I'm not I don't want to be on air. Somehow, somewhere, <laughs> you gonna end up on air. Maybe a little point. podcast joint, but I don't know about being on air. Be on I like being behind the scenes. Why? What's so? I don't know. What's the, what's the life like behind the scenes? Where you're it's just fun like, oh, because you ain't gotta deal with all that 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 light, that pressure. Oh, you don't gotta be on all the time, right? So you. So what and you I think? sneeze a lot. You. Know? <laughs> What do you mean I'm gonna be on air and just hella season because it's allergy season? That could be your thing though. No! Like, hella people can relate. Hella people can relate. They'd be like, oh yeah. Oh no, no, they're gonna turn me off. This bitch doesn't know she will stop sneezing. two o'clock spot. She sneezes all the time, bro. By 2.45, she'll have seven sneezes, bro. Oh my gosh. That could be your thing. That's your end. That's the thing, huh? Bro, you gotta take that and run with you. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't run from it. Run to Should it. I blow my nose into the mic too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about all that. You're so invested in this, you sure? Gosh, I, I'm just saying, I always like to see like the little things that help people get on. Because oh people be like overlooking some traits that they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a bad trait. I'm like, nah, you can run with that. You never know. You That's never like with know. actors. It's like you wouldn't think that you'd be good enough because like you look a certain way yeah. or you know. But it's just like they need every kind of person just, for just, movies exactly. and TV. It takes a quality. That's all it takes. Yeah, it takes one quality. But That's all it is. I'm just saying you have a you have a you have a nice little baton to take that and run with that. Oh, so thank you. Just just be smart on that one. Of um, course. So outside of radio, like what's what's your life when it's not? <laughs> I don't know if you want to know about that. Yeah. Okay, share, share I'm always in LA, bro. Always creating trouble. Always drinking Hennessy. I need to chill. What's what's your infatuation with LA? When did that start? It's because I would be at Disneyland all the time. So mm. you know, Disneyland. It's not in LA. Oh, that's yeah, one of my big pet peeves. People think that Disneyland is in LA. It is not. Tell them. As a it is not. Hold on. Let me clap. Put my nails. <laughs> it is not. It is not LA. <laughs> I love Disneyland to death. Don't disrespect Disneyland like that. Don't just disrespect LA like that. <laughs> they are two separate entities. I don't care. There you go. <laughs> nah, but I would uh, I would go to Disneyland all the time because I had an annual pass. When and did that start? This was in like 20... you going for a minute. Man, a you minute, see me. <laughs> yeah, like a minute, minute. You know, it's crazy. So I actually won Disneyland tickets on the radio station back in 2013. There you go. And me and my ex and my sister, we all went. And it was the best fucking time. I was like, damn, like, why this have I been that, asleep? This is that Disneyland shit that right. we're talking about. Okay. That's right. And it, it hits different when you're older because when you're a kid, you're you're, you're a kid. But you're yeah. older, it's like, bro, this is what I grew up on. Yeah. And I only been to Disneyland twice when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, one when I was, like, three or four. Then the second time I was, like, ten. Yeah. But I didn't really appreciate it like that. Yeah, no, because you can't, so after, especially when you're, like, strolling. Exactly. So, like, that one time that um, I went in 2013, I'm like, nah, this is it. I'm gonna come here more often, and then next thing you know, I got an annual pass. 
and I just started going. <laughs> I literally have 41 trips under my belt. Wow, do they keep track of that for you? No, I kept, I had to keep track of my shit. My shit was all over the place. I was about to say they don't have like a rewards program. <laughs> like, oh, you, you, like, you know what they do on the annual pass? They tell you how many times you've been. Oh, okay. But I, yeah, I took, I've been to Disneyland slash California Adventure 41 times. Mm. And I will never get tired of it. So what do you say to the people that hate on people like you who really love Disneyland? Ooh, and they're just ooh, like, ooh, you, you sure you want me to say something? I, yeah, I want I'm about to fire to, off because I I'm always about to take hear, my earrings off and I fight somebody. Hear, I always hear one side of the story and it's always the people that hate on Disneyland. So okay, I'm so like, here's the thing. Ahead. It's not for everybody because there are li- long lines. It is dumb expensive. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Right. You know, so when people always talk mess about Disneyland, I'm like, bruh, all right, take your ass to Great America. See how fun those rides are. Breaking your damn bones. Disneyland is quality, sir. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so many people are like, oh my gosh, y'all are too old to be loving Disneyland like this. Okay. Like, like, all right, let me pick apart your life. Right. Let me see what right. you love. Because I can talk life. about your mama real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about me and Disney, you should check on your mom. Let's see what she's doing on the side. <laughs> Damn, damn, yeah, I don't be attacking them like that. But in my head, in my head, baby, it depends on the person. Nah, get too crazy. See, that's like I talk a little shit, but I'm hella nice. I swear. No, no, honestly, you are genuinely one of the nicest. I am. Uh, (laughs) I love people. I hate people, but I love people at the same time. So the uh, the LA infatuation just came. Yeah, so it started with Disneyland because you know I'd be on my way to Disneyland or coming back from Disneyland, and we just stop in LA. Just fuck around, just see shit, do random shit, and then all of a sudden it's like, damn! Like instead of just going to Disneyland, I would literally just go to LA, yeah, and just do shit in LA just because I loved it so much. Yeah. Mhm. And this, the whole LA thing, it really started maybe like, hmm, it started probably in the last like year and a half, like me going strictly to LA without Disneyland. Yeah. I just go out there. I don't know. It's just fun. It's just, and it's far enough from the bay. But it's also close enough from the bay to go to mm-hmm. so often. Because people are like, oh, you're always in L.A. Woo, woo, woo. But it's only a six-hour drive, an hour flight. It's really nothing. Yeah, so do you fly more or do you drive more? I drive more. It's just cheaper and just it's more convenient just having a car, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people, they hate the they hate the drive itself. Oh, so you got to go with the right people because I drive a Zoom. Oh, okay. If you go with the right people. You don't want to go with me though. I'm so. Oh my gosh, it's a whole concert. <laughs> That's the best way to do it though. And oh, my, it's so funny because I listen to everything, bro. I'll play Instinct, blast that shit, and the next thing you know, I'm listening to some ratchet shit. Wow. Okay. It really just switches. <laughs> okay, this is this is super random. Top five artists right now. Oh, that's so hard. Daniel Caesar is one. Okay. Serena Claudio too. Okay. She's fire. And just. As a, as a caveat Any artist you don't name You don't listen to their rest of the, Their music for the rest of the year So it's gotta be your top five Top five Like if you could only survive Off these five artists For the rest of the year Who are you gonna be? Okay <clears throat> Rest of the year? Yep Okay so Can I take out Sabrina Claudio then? You can I wanna I wanna keep Daniel Caesar <laughs> Damn That's hard Makes you think Ooh it does I don't like it Who are you cutting out? Who? Uh, let me check my Apple Music. Right. Hold on. It's a situation. Daniel Caesar is making the cut, though. He is, even though he said some dumb shit. He said some. That see, that's what puts me off to him. He really did say oh, some. I like, know, oh, but you know, people make mistakes because 
you know what? I'm pretty sure all of us have said some things. Yeah, I don't think that don't, after the fact that we said it, we're just like, what the fuck did yeah. I just do? Yeah, no, I think like as a black person, I don't think it was as much like because what he said was pretty. It was, yeah, it was, it was deep. Dumb. Yeah, it was, trashy. It was, it was pretty like yeah. Some dumb trashy shit. Yeah, but like it was more so the fact that he was like just so comfortable caping on just like that doing, level. Yeah, it was like, Damn, bro, like you really selling out right now. But I know. But anyway, and I think he said it when he's in the Philippines too. If I'm not wrong, I'm like, no, bro, <laughs> bro, no. <laughs> that's two steps. Two steps. That's too much. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. Okay, so we're gonna go Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go with Beyonce. Yep. I need a rapper. I need a rapper. Hold on. Are you gonna push YG over the top for the rest? See, of that's the thing. Oh, I love YG to death, but he's he's extremely mainstream now. Yeah. And like, all, I don't know, bro. You see all these like white kids talking about oh, <laughs> four hundred, whatever. Yeah, you can't. Pyru. All, all right, go to Compton. Go down Pyru. <laughs> Let's see you say that shit out loud. Let's see, pull up, cousin. I literally passed Pyru one time when I was in Compton. I was like, oh fuck, it's really it. <laughs> This like is really it. real. Like I made it. <laughs> right. Hello, mom. Can you pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, when I was in Compton one time, I seen a whole ass crib with a whole ass bandana around his head. Yeah. He had a Bluetooth in his ear. I could oh. not take him serious because he had a Bluetooth and a bandana on. And he was yelling at his girlfriend in the seat and she was hella crying. Oh. And me and my boy were like, what the fuck is going on? Damn. That's in a Popeye's about. parking lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Never mind. You could have just gave me the content. Oh, my gosh. Popeye's parking lot. I was Everything just like, what is going on? Like, he's really wearing a bandana right now. Like, gang shit in LA is no joke. Because that's where it originated from. Yeah. If you had to be a blood or a crib, what would you choose? This is a very vital question. Oh, it's Big B's. It's Big B's. Okay. Can you, can you let me yeah, out? Yeah, actually. I'm okay. Okay. It's already on. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm definitely on Sorry, it's big okay, you see the color I'm wearing, bro? It's big B's. Okay, but it's big C's. <clears throat> I don't know. I bent. I can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. That's a can. That's a can with a K. <laughs> I can't <laughs> with a K. <laughs> I can't. Oh man, you can't. <laughs> man, no. that K hits hard too. No, it does. I don't mean. I don't mean like can't. I'm like can't. I'm either brazy or it's crazy with a K. I don't ever thought. Of, I, Damn. I can't. Can't do it. That's like that? That's how, yeah. So when you type in thick, you don't do it with two C's, huh? Nah. It's oh, you say C K all day. Okay, <laughs> throw the K. Just throw the two K's in there, little no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you tell the females, oh, you big, big. Nah, hell no. Nah. They really be throwing the B's around. <laughs> like, bro, you don't know the other words or the, the letters of the alphabet. Right. It's all like all they focus on is like you got a tracker for like Bro. anything that comes across is not perfect. It's not like beep, 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 beep. That's a C word. Let's check like, it with yeah, the B. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, buzzing. Right. Back that one up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating for breakfast? A bowl of burial? Bro, people were hella saying that for a while. Man. And I was just like, bro, y'all don't really got to be doing all that, bro. Just say cereal, dog. Just say cereal. Cereal. Cereal's with the C though. I know, but it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like suburban mud. saying burial. I'm like, dog. Like, I'm, bro, you're in Fremont. Yeah, like, bro, I'm not even what gonna take mean? it that far, bro. Like, this, come on, come this on. Is too much. You know the show is actually really nice. It is honestly. When and it's all not the Sunday, and it's a Sunday too. Yeah, when it's not this is really. I feel so calm. It's just. It's all good. 
Um, and they got big cameras up there. Look at that. All the security. <laughs> why do they have so many cameras? What right, is nobody this? out here. Ain't nobody cares. Right. Care. But what, what building is this where they have to have so many cameras like that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But all these offices, I feel like I've been out here forever and I never actually see cars over here. Right. And then I'll get them never over here throughout the week. So. Bro, Milpita smells. It does. Um, like, why do y'all always smell like trash? Bro, literally. Because the dump's right there. Is it? Is it? Yeah, the it dump really is literally right there. Yeah. That sucks. But I talked to people from Milpita. They're like, yeah, we. We just get used to it. We don't smell it, and I'm just. That's like, kind of gross. Damn, that is gross. Right? <laughs> smell your clothes. Like, damn, I have okay. never talked to nobody from Milpitas. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you said I'm not. <laughs> you about to date no girls from Milpitas. Can't do it. Um, I hope your next wife is from Milpitas. Brian, don't, don't you be putting. <laughs> don't you ever wish that upon me. You put that on me, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Thanks. Um. So I'm not gonna hold. I'm not gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you think on that. The top five artists because you still. Can't oh yeah, huh? Okay. Daniel Caesar. Beyonce. Beyonce. I need a rapper. I just need a rapper because I listen to hella. You do. Ugh, who? Hold on. Let me see. I hate when I open a text on accident because my reds are on. Mm. And I'm like, damn, I didn't want to open that because now it's gonna say red. They get over it. Right. I mean, shit, enough people left me on red. I was just like, yeah. He said it is. It people is people what don't, it people is. People don't care about me. I got the memo real quick. We <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Damn, it's so hard because I'm just trying to think of people who came out with shit, like, this year. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I have so much old music on here, too. Ooh, Gucci came out with some good stuff this year. Yeah. You want to throw Gucci in there? <sighs> You know, I'm gonna let you think on it. I'm I know. No, it's on. really hard because music is there's just so much music out. Nah, it's like yeah, that music and movies, it's just way too hard to narrow down to like. I'm at the movies time. almost no, literally like every week. Oh shit! Have you seen Toy Story? Of course, bro. It's what's Disney. Your, yeah, what's your rundown on Toy Story? It was a really good ending. Because right. for Toy Story three, like you thought that I thought that Toy Story three was a perfect ending. Yeah, I thought it was done. But with the four, have you seen the fourth one? I haven't. I don't want to tell you that. Don't no, don't 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 spoil it. Oh my god, good thing you said something because I was really about to come out with it. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Okay, no, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. But basically, the fourth one, like, because you get so attached to the characters, you're like, damn, this was the ending. Damn. This was like, it's the end, bro. Like that's it. Bro, don't tell me that. I'm not gonna. You better cry. Don't tell me that. All right. So so far, I have Beyonce, Daniel Caesar. Yeah. I'm at Meek in there. Oh, okay. I swear, I'll be on bar, on my way to the city, on my way to work. It's mm -hmm. like 7, what is it, 7, 8 in the morning. Yeah. You know, people listening to nice, quiet jazz, and I'm over here listening to Meek Mill. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Like, you can't listen, you to, those, you you can't listen to Meek quiet. You one of those bar riders where you can hear their music through their earphones? Yeah, you know, it's hella funny. I took bar with one of my boys one time, and then I was listening to um, Meek, mm -hmm. and then like, I had the I had my beats on, so you know, like beats are kind of like loud. And yeah. I, when I listen to my music, I blast that shit because I need to hear like the bass has to hit. Like I listen to my music hella loud. Yeah. So yeah, I was listening to Meek, and then my my, uh, my friend he was all like, "Bro, your music's hella loud." And I should have told him. I was like, "Bro, you can't listen to me quiet. <laughs> you can't. You just can't." It don't, that is hella that true. don't make sense. That is hella true. You gotta hear his vocal score. Right. Vocal you need to hear him yell like, at you. He needs to yell at you. Yeah, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Who right. Man, name five people that listen to me quiet. I'll wait. Yeah. All right. You're right. Hey, hey, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm not here to argue. <laughs> he said I'm all, all right. for it. So you got okay. Meek, Beyonce, Daniel Caesar. 
That's a solid three right there. It's a, it's a very solid three. Who gonna close you out though? The baby's on there. Okay. New upcoming. Well, I don't want to say he's upcoming. He's pretty much hot on the map right now. Yeah. Went through a couple name changes and now he's good. <laughs> yeah. Now he's <laughs> now, now he's, he's set. <laughs> so who do I have? Okay. So that's four, right? Yeah. You need one more. Ooh. Oh, wait. You are you a Drake fan? I am. Okay. He didn't come out. No, he didn't come out with nothing. Nah, really. he didn't nothing. He didn't drop nothing. But usually it's like during these times where he's like cooking up something and then he just runs off the rest of the year. Right. Like who? Who do you think you are? Damn, I want to say Future's in there, but Ooh. Future be toxic to people, you know, to men. Yeah, he's a toxic man himself, so he's over here yeah. making music for men who are Honestly. emotionally <laughs> unavailable. What is, what is it? They're not available. Emotionally yeah. yeah, emotionally yeah. unavailable men. Man, see, people hate on Future for that, but I'm just like, I love Future though. Honestly, yeah, like when Future said, "I know I'm gonna get my bitch back." And he, you just like you can understand that he's never actually gonna get his girl. Get <laughs> You're his not girl. gonna get your bitch back. Just, I'm sorry. Oh, man, it just hurts. It hurts. I don't know what like, to tell you, but you are not gonna get man, your bitch back. Yeah, like this guy holding on to it, and I'm just like, he needs a wife, honestly. He do. He, he just really needs to do. chill because he, really he been he done too much wilding out. So now he just rest it down. <laughs> he sit really down. Do. But um, let man, me see what else. I'm still looking for that last one. Let me see. Recently added. It's breezy. I'm not gonna add him though. Yeah, you want to talk about talking? What if I was? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was disrespectful and I said, uh, "Sage or Gemini"? Wow. Oh that, I'm not know, gonna say it. No, say, no. I, don't be, I don't know if that'd be disrespectful or just be left field. I'd be like, Whoa. He said that's a reach. <laughs> oh hey, it's your list. I ain't here to hate. Ooh, T Grizzly. Oh. I think I'm gonna add T Grizzly. Alright, so you got T Grizzly the baby. He just makes me want to hit a lick. Beyonce. Like I'm not about to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna do it because I wasn't raised like that. I'm not about to steal from people. <sighs> Only thing I'll steal from you is your heart. <laughs> wow, <laughs> look at that. Thug love. Thug love. <laughs> <laughs> so you have you have Daniel Caesar, Beyonce. Meek Mill, the baby, and T Grizzly. That sounds solid. That's, That's a solid five. That's smooth. All right. Because I need my Daniel Caesar to get in my feelings. All right. So your first radio, first radio gig when you on there and you just running through like your own established show. I want to hear all five of those artists. Man. In the same spot. That's hella funny because it's just like it's so different. Mm -hmm. You know, they all cater to. I mean, for Meek and T Grizzly, I feel like it's pretty much the same demographic. Yeah. But Beyonce. I don't know. People be hating on Beyonce, but you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not you gonna, know what? I'm not gonna I, go down that route. That's no, it's all hold. good because you know what? I don't think she should have played Nala in Lion King. Really? Yeah, I said it. Have yes, I said seen it. Seen Lion King? You haven't seen it? Have you seen? You seen? Of the course, I seen Lion King. Damn. I seen it opening Bro, I night. I don't even want to ask you like that no more. But if you want to see anything Disney, hit me. Because right. I will be there. All right. Yeah. I, and I got Movie well, Club too. Let's plug on tickets. Oh I don't want to hear it. Well, my little brother works at the movie theater now, so. Oh, so all you got you okay? At least free popcorn, because I know he works concessions. So. Free popcorn? Know. I mean, hey, it's free. I don't even going to the movies like that, so I don't. You need to. Okay, well, you don't need to, but for me, it's it's one of my big interests. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. pretty much when I'm not at work, I mean they're at the movies. I mean they're in LA. Mm -hmm. Or. Or you taking some pictures? Cause I. Also, Hello, all you see? I, 
see you girl. see Look. me tell the people about that hello you, you know bianca de la soul is my instagram my yeah. photography page Plug bianca it. aesthetics Plug it. i kind of want to change my instagram name for my photography though why i don't know it's just so i mean it's cool bianca aesthetics how I came up with that was because Bianca ends with the A and then aesthetics starts ah, with the so A, so it kind over. of flows. Yeah, so you just rolled it but over. then I don't want people thinking when I say aesthetics, I don't want them thinking it's like esthetician work, like right. beauty shit. Like, Brad, no, it's right. aesthetics, like the shit, like a picture is aesthetically pleasing. Right, right. Like, that's the shit that I'm on. Like, right. that's the pictures I'm gonna, the content I'm gonna come out with is things that look aesthetically pleasing. Okay, so what's like, what's some aesthetics you're going for now? So for me, for the photography that I do, it's pretty much like portrait kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's just a, like an intimate, not, and when I say intimate, I don't mean like sexual, right, right, but right. just like an intimate moment in time. Right. It's like, I don't know. I feel like you just really like feel the person through the photo, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. You just see, there's just emotion when you see a portrait, in my opinion. I feel it. So how did you get involved in that? Like, did you just, like, somebody gifted you a camera and you just went out and started shooting? Or were you just always naturally just picking up a phone camera trying to do, do shoots and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? Or um, it started with me and just liking photography and just doing it with my phone. And I'm like, you know what? I need a camera. Yeah. Because, I mean, the phone is cool. You know, you can definitely get some good shit with mm -hmm. the phone, especially now. Now that, like, yeah. technology's, yeah, like, technology's going crazy. Yeah. But camera, it just hits different. <clears throat> so I um I got a camera back in August. Okay. And then I was like, just start shooting. And that's it. Yeah. She and said, it's so she nice said too. just start shooting, but it's that's like it. it's like some top quality shit. I mean, it's I'm cool. not gonna lie. That's I'm not gonna lie. Bro, did you see my pictures with Devon? You saw. That shit. Okay. So he yeah. and I we went to this museum little exhibit thing in in the city, and like. Mind you, like, the exhibit itself was just, like, super colorful and super, like, the lighting was just, like, hella different lights, hella different colors. So I'm like, bruh, there is so much, there's so much creativity yeah, right so in front of us. Let's shoot. Right here, yeah. And, like, I didn't have to tell him to do anything. Like, he really just, like, he was, like, I would just tell him, like, oh, like, move your face a little or, like, yeah. look at me here. But it's just, like, he was so easy to work with because, like, okay, first off, he's handsome as hell. Yeah. Yeah, my, my boy Devon is a good looking he man. He is fine for no reason. Shout out to e episode one. Hello, <laughs> episode one. Run it back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and two, just like, yeah, because like, he was just like confident in like, mm -hmm. you know, us shooting. Yeah. And that's all it was. That's smooth. So where do, where, what really like piques your creative genius? Whether it be for anything, like musically, photography wise. Like what sparks my creativity? Yeah. So, with photography, like, it sounds super basic, but really, like, I'll literally just see something pretty, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I want to take the picture back, and that's all it is. And then it goes from there. Yeah, but then, because, I don't want to say, like, I'm, like, this big-ass photographer, because I'm definitely not, but I definitely have, like, a skill in it. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, when I see something, it'll look different to somebody else. Right. Like, I have, like, like, I could see, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like the lighting hits a certain way. Yeah. Like, the lighting will, like, bounce off your face, like, and it hits, like... It's like a soft light on your face. I'm like, damn, I need to, I need to capture that. Yeah, it's almost like the shit's speaking to you. Pretty much, yeah. It just comes. Yeah, it's like a language. It's kind of weird. It really is. But that's smooth. So would you ever pursue that, like, professionally, you think? Or would you just always want to keep it as, like, a hobby? I think I'm keeping it as a hobby. Because I definitely need, you know, something to help me stay creative. Mm -hmm. And photography is literally, that's it for me. To help me stay creative. 
That's how I want to shoot all the time. And you self-taught? I mean, like, I ask, like, tips here and there from my cousins who, mm-hmm. who's done photography before. Yeah, But no, other than that, it's just, like, for me, like, actually... I mean, I'm not going to say it was self-taught because I did learn some things in college, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I, it's not self-taught. I mean... It's self-taught. Uh, yes and no. Like, yes and no. Hey, if you're learning on the fly, I always consider that, like, self-taught. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just picking up little stuff here and there. Yeah. The college definitely helped, like, help me, like established shots like the angles and the lighting and mm-hmm. like when I do video like the certain like camera motions yeah so yeah sick so with all these talents your radio talent your photography talent your natural speaking talent <laughs> what is like you say you want to go to LA mm-hmm. and that's like where your future's at yeah what's 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 the like if we said like 10 years down the line and you in LA just killing it. Like, what's that look like for you? Ooh, I'm not about to lie. Ten years, I'm about to have hella kids. There you go. And a husband. Bunch of De Los Santos. Man, I'm sorry to do that to you. <laughs> Poor kids, man. They're gonna have hella names. I'm sorry. It is what it is. We're about to keep this culture and this family. I don't give a fuck. There you go. I don't care. Hey. It's super extra, but hey, it's who we are, man. Yeah. I wanted to get De Los Santos tattooed on me. I'm like, damn, that's kind of ratchet. <laughs> like, all up in, all up in my arms, it's shaped. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, nah, oh, let me chill. Yeah, nah, it depends on the place. That's why I got this little, this little D tattooed on me. All right, there you go. But they would not let me hear the end of it when I got this D tattooed on me. Really? Oh, what is that for, dick? You know what, your mama, it just might. And? And what? Damn. <laughs> I would not like it was like literally for like a fucking week and even to this day people just bring it up oh nice dick tattoo yeah take hey take no shit take no shit but it can stand for you know I mean it stands for my last name my middle name my puppy son Dimitri that's a D Disneyland man D is just get me on in life man you don't gotta you don't gotta worry about it you don't (laughs) worry about it throw whatever you want on your skin that's what I'm saying okay not anything though Hey, I said whatever you want. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, you know, that's your body, not mine. You have any tattoos? I do, I I do, but that's that's for off air talk. Oh my, he got a tramp stamp, y'all. <laughs> I ain't he got, got hey, his hey, hey, tramp hey, stamp. I'm not, I'm not saying I got a tramp stamp. I'm just saying that's for off air, mm-hmm. <laughs> off air communications only. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, so like ten years down the road, if you were like ten really killing down. shit, you having a ton of kids. And you just going to Disneyland like 11 All the time, just exploring L.A. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I really don't know what L.A. holds. Well, you know, you never know what life holds, period. Yeah. So I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to, you know, ride it, see how it goes. And if it works, it works. I'll stay out there for a little bit. But I, I don't see myself living outside of California. Yeah. The long way. I mean, I went to Austin earlier this year. Or not even earlier this year, like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I were to move somewhere different... Austin might be a move. Yeah. Really. But it's it's pretty different out there though. Yeah, that's I mean, but I heard it's pretty popping out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Their nightlife is crazy. Really? Yes. Damn. Like it's not like we went on to this place called 36, which basically like on 6th Street. Mm-hmm. It's just hella bars and it's just crazy because like it's not even clubs, but it's just like it feels like a club because like they're playing like music hella loud and there's like a dance floor. It's damn near like a club. Mm-hmm. And you're just like bar hopping and just oh my gosh, it was so I've really never blacked out in my life, but that night I think I definitely did. Damn. <laughs> right. It's not it's yeah. that kind of party. Those ones are always worth it though. I know I 
woke up, bro. My body hurt. I, I literally <laughs> laid in bed for like eight hours. I'm like, I'm not getting up. Yes, I'm in Texas, but I am not getting up. My body hurts. I'm over here trying to do shit in Texas, but I'm like, I'm. Let me let me just chill. That was a lot of Ducey to handle. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Ducey, Hennessy, Patron. I am. That shit was wow. sick. So we asked way back, what is life like? When you're not working and doing the radio stuff, I Damn, guess we I have drink a lot. Oh you my go. gosh! You want to? I swear party, I'm not. Bro, I'm, up, not I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I swear. Maybe like a little bit, but okay. I'm not out here just like drinking on like a no. on a Tuesday just no, randomly. No, 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 no. It's always an occasion. I need to chill though, honestly. <laughs> Let me chill. We're young, bro. What you want me to do? Oh, I'm not hating. Trust me, I'm not hating at all. By all means, I'm supporting. Of course, because we're gonna get turned one day, and yeah, it's of gonna. Of course, for your birthday. You're oh, you are not ready. For your birthday, we gonna go way up for your birthday. I'm sorry if you don't like Hennessy. It's just enough. <laughs> I don't know what to no, tell you. It's either gonna be Hennessy or Duce. Period. That's all good. As long as you don't throw no tequila at me, we all good. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know why people like tequila. Right, I have this theory. I have a few theories, but I have this theory like everybody that says they like tequila, they truly don't, and they don't fully love themselves. <laughs> like they're just no self respect. Like no, 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 I'm saying no self respect. I'm yeah. just saying you don't fully love yourself. Like yeah. If you say you. If you say you just drinking tequila like that, like that's your go-to. That shit is gross. But that's my. That's just a theory. I feel like that's how it is with Hennessy too. People like fake like Hennessy. Oh yeah, hella people fake like, yeah. like Hennessy. You over here flexing the bottle that everyone flexes the one bottle. Yeah. Or you pass they it pa- to they them. They pass it on the bottle they didn't even pay for. Yeah. Pass it to them. They take <laughs> one little sip, one little right. face scrunch, and then they never right. touch the bottle again. Yeah. Oh no, I'm good. I, I took one. I took one. Bruh, I don't know how many <laughs> shots of him we took last night. We took shots in between rounds when they're like fucking like getting all like ready for the next round. We're like hurry up, hurry up before they start again. That could get out of hand quick. Oh, it. <laughs> that shit was out of pocket. I don't know what it is about Filipinos in Hennessy. That's go to. Especially in the Bay, especially. Yeah. I don't know what it is. We're, we're a different kind of ratchet, man. It's a lifestyle. It <laughs> is. It really is. I'll give you that, but um, man. <laughs> yeah. So, ten, oh yeah, ten years. Yeah, ten years yeah. in LA. Yeah, all this while and now, I'm definitely gonna be burnt out from it. So that's not even a thing. Just you know, how my career going? Mm-hmm. You know, live in a nice little house or nice apartment, whatever it is. Cool. Just be settled, you know. Yeah. Just be smooth and rocking with life. That's pretty much. Yeah. So. We can wrap it up. I usually like to wrap it up with a few questions. This was like one of my favorite conversations, just because ah! it was fun. It was just like a really it was crazy. Conversation is awesome. Uh, so oh my gosh! Nothing too crazy, but like this is like what I like to ask people all the time, just for like perspective's sake. Okay. So, um, basically, if you were like to live your life right, and when you passed away, whenever that time would be. When you passed away, you got to like look at a timeline of your life, like in in, in its entirety. You could see it laid out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like if you lived and you died, and you were looking at this timeline of your life, and it was labeled as like a failure, like in your mind, what would that look like? Ooh, like what age or what time? No, like just what what like if if you lived that life and you're like, damn, I failed. Like in whatever sense that means to you. Like, what would failure look like in this life? So, basically, like, what are the things you strive for or things you're always constantly trying to avoid that may be considered, like, failure in your mind? For me, honestly, what I realized just with everything I've experienced, relationships have 
in the past they've made me lose myself mm. and I don't want to go back to that because you know when you're in a relationship you get caught up with the person and you kind of you know you become one with that person mm-hmm. so it's like when you know she gets rocky or you know y'all split you're kind of like what do I do now right it's like I don't want to I don't want to go back to that you know mm-hmm. so it's like right now like because I've pretty much been in a relationship since I was like damn near 16 like on and off mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't like oh like I can't be with nobody oh, like I can't be alone or nothing mm-hmm. it literally just happened you know I broke with somebody someone else just happened to be there and that's literally like the pattern right. so right now I've been single since what like November mm-hmm. and it's just it's different but it's like a good kind of different because I'm just really learning to do things on my own and just like be like super independent and mm-hmm. yeah no it's dope Smooth. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't want to lose myself and just lose because you know that's the thing. You see me and like I'm so happy and I'm so crazy, but deep down, like I've been through some like really like I've been through some shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and that's real. Yeah, but I just yeah. Biggest thing, I just don't want to lose myself. I just want to make my parents proud, man. Yeah. They came all the way from the Philippines, you know, give their children a better life mm-hmm. than what they had. Make sure that we're good. So you know, that's why. That's another thing too. Why I'm so passionate about me being filipino like it's just it's not just like oh we're filipino like nah there's a whole ass story right like they experienced racism coming in like mm-hmm. it was just man it was just like it's crazy like my grandma's husband he was white mm-hmm. hey but she <laughs> she finessed her way to the yeah. states with his ass so there you go hey you gotta do what you gotta do so that's why shout out to old man bro appreciate you <laughs> even though you're a piece of shit nah straight up like how can you be married to a filipino woman but you're racist towards Filipinos. Yeah, that's crazy. But then, you know, then again, there's, you know, certain ethnicities out here. What what I've noticed a lot, and I'm not just, I'm just talking in general what I've noticed when white women date black men, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same thing. It's like, yeah, you're dating black men, but it's just like deep down, like sometimes it could be hella racist. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you see that across the board and like, I don't want to say like people get to like, it almost feels like sometimes, especially from a non-minority, when it's a non-minority dating a minority, yeah, it's almost like a fetish type thing. It is. Or like they really hype it up as like a fetish mm-hmm. type thing. Like, oh, I really love blah blah blah. blah. I got yeah, whatever. yeah. No, that's like, that's very true. Yeah. I'm just like, that's that's exactly kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because it's like you're just looking at us for like something that we can. Yeah, bring that's what to I'm you, saying. You know? That's what I said earlier. Like, I seen hella old ass white men in the Philippines. I'm like, y'all are sick. Yeah. Like, I know what y'all are here for, and that's like with a lot of Asian countries. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, and that's that fetish shit that you know. Yeah, it's just really weird because it's like, like if you really rocked with me like that, I, I, I really don't think you would be putting so much emphasis on like my culture and shit like that, or mm-hmm. like what the fuck I am. So period. But you know, that's the thing. That's, okay, I'm not because I'm not about to lie. Everyone knows that all I date are black men. It is what but it see, is, bro. But it's not. I'm not out here like oh, I don't know. Like yeah. I'm just not out here just like. I mean, there's a difference between like, like I said, fetishizing it, and like, like you can still have like, even if it was a fetish, like you can still have your fetishes and shit. But it's it's different when it comes with like appreciation. No, here, man, that's like, crazy. You know. How much I learned about y'all culture through dating black men, like that shit, like, man, it's crazy. And it's yeah, because we like just with me dating people, it's like every time we'll go out, not every time, but like. A lot of times that I've experienced when I'm when going out on dates, like we get looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, bro, like, yeah. what's the issue? All the time. All the time. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. It's just just hearing their stories, like just being a black man in America, just yeah. hearing the shit that y'all go through. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, but, you it's, know, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not going to speak too much on it because I don't, I don't want to just jump over on your yeah. story. But yeah. it's like, for I mean, for black people, at least for me, it's just like people don't realize how much like you're constantly aware of like your blackness like because mm-hmm. you have to be like mm-hmm. you don't even have that choice yeah like you, you have literally to, have to you be. have to be conscious of it yeah in many more situations than most people would realize but that's that thing um so on the flip side of the coin in a more positive note in the same situation like if you were to live your life you see your timeline you pass away if you were to be able to label that as a success what would that mean to you Ooh. Honestly, even through all the struggles and, like, hardships I'm going through right now, like, right now is probably success. Just because I'm so, I'm mentally aware of where I'm going. I'm mentally aware of my surroundings. And I'm just, man, I'm so happy. Like, sometimes when I'll be going through some shit, I'll just, man, and you could call me crazy, bro. I'll be driving in my car. I'll be talking to God just out loud. Yeah. Not just be thanking God for, you know, everything that I have. Because, you know, just in the Philippines, it's so different. Like how much Like we're hella spoiled out here Yeah You know And it's just It's crazy like What we like take for granted Like the simple shit Like the fact that Like we can get hot water Hella easily Or just water in general Mm -hmm. But it's just I don't know Right now I would say It's probably my most successful I'm really at my peak right now There you go Yeah Hey I really am Just I'm I'm just ready to grind I'm ready to Man I'm just hella happy with life Honestly Hey Life is It's really a blessing man Good. Well, I'm glad I caught you at this point. Like, I know you I'm did. Because so when we know, honestly, because when we look back at it, it's like, damn, we hella struggled. But honestly, it's a part of the process. You just gotta oh, trust it. That's the best part about it. I that's know. the best part about it is just knowing that you've been through some shit and knowing that you're still carrying yourself the way that you carry yourself. You know, still living. Can't fold. Hell no. Nah. Like a piece of paper, you cannot <laughs> fold. <laughs> well, paper paper fold. So yeah, but, but you can't be paper. <laughs> We gotta get this paper. Get get this money. Wow! Wow! Yo, some real knowledge. Get some paper. Don't be the paper. Wow! (laughs) What? Oh my gosh! Do not fold, Do not fold like origami. Do not fold. (laughs) All right. So to close this out, (laughs) to close this out, um, go ahead and tell. The people, anything you want, any last words you want to leave them with, any any words of inspiration, anything about Ooh, you, let me tell you y'all. Want, whatever you want. Let's hmm, let's see. You know, the twenties, especially if you're in the in your twenties, right now, it's such a confusing time in your life. You know, just with relationships, careers, growing. You know, whatever struggle you're going through, you will get through it. Honestly, it's really it's really a part of the process. Because for me, I'm over here like. I'm not gonna lie, like, the last few months, I'm, like, hella beating myself up, like, why am I not in L.A., like, why am I still here, whatever, but I'm like, you know what, like, me talking to myself like that is not helping nobody, so, you know what, just literally just appreciate being in the Bay right now, appreciate seeing your parents every day, and your dog every day, and your friends and family are just right there, so it's like, you know, just... Just trust the process, honestly. There you go. It's all, yeah, we're all good. Just be positive, bruh. You gotta look at the blessings in your life Cause you know like I said You take a lot of shit for granted That's for damn sure Yeah That's for damn sure And get the paper Don't be the paper Do not fold <laughs> Do not fold Period <laughs> Wow Alright well Thank you for doing this Again like I said This is one of my favorites The greatest I feel like this is Right, Cause we hit all the We hit all the spots That's what I'm saying We had hella fun And honestly we really got deep with it And that's really That's 
this is human connection. And this is all, that's all I want. That's all I want from this whole platform. I just like like hearing people's stories people's in their stories. backgrounds that's and see it. where they come from. That's is he driving it. towards us? Yeah. He's trying to get a check and trying to get a hit. He, look at him. Young OG. Oh, he fit it. He's a three. <laughs> This man was. Why is everybody on their bikes right now? <laughs> Are we missing something? It's Fremont. We just not part of this Fremont. Right, exactly. This, this is Blackway bougie, bougie, huh? Yeah, this is that Glenmore bougie. This looks like <laughs> a little get out neighborhood. But I, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. This. It was a pleasure. It was um, honestly the greatest. Honestly, this was a ton of fun. And it was. Now we, now we can go.